You're listening to Tudor Time with Mallory, and now for your host, Mallory Latouche. And welcome to Tudor Time with Mallory. Today I have the honor of interviewing Mr. Donald Fitz. How are you today, Donald? I'm well. I hope you are. I am. What is your education background? Well, I'm currently the superintendent of the Caldwell County Schools. I'm in year 12, going on 13 of being a school superintendent. Uh, background is very interesting, I think. Uh, many folks generally come through the ranks as, as teachers and then administrators, and then ultimately they get into uh, central office positions. But I started out as a school psychologist and had a lot of work working with students that were having difficulty academically or in the behavioral realm and then had an opportunity to go into administration. And I feel like that background of psychology has helped me greatly as an administrator, not just a building level administrator like a principal, but certainly in my role as a superintendent as well. What inspired you to wanna work in the school or education system? I did my undergraduate work at Methodist, at the time it was Methodist College in Fayetteville, it's now Methodist University, and was a psychology and management psychology major and took a think just one course by chance to, to meet the minimum requirements for graduation, picked up a three-hour course in a, in a program that introduced the topic of school psychology. And for me, it blended together two things that I felt like I would enjoy doing for a career, and that would be working in the area of helping folks in the area of mental health, social and emotional needs, and then also working in a setting like a school setting. Uh, it, just, it just, for me, pulled things together that I had interest in. How has your career path led you to where you are now? Well, again, it's, to me, it was an interesting pathway. I feel like every move that has been made, I feel like has been driven by the Lord. I, my faith is very important in my life. And I feel like the, the career decisions that I've tried to make, I've, I've tried to do with a lot of prayer and, and being patient and waiting for doors to be open. But, you know, I look back at roles that I've had and positions that I've had, and I think each one has prepared me in a unique way for whatever the next role was. And then that role prepared me for whatever the next role was. But the training and the preparation that you get in college just allows you to get your foot in the door, to be prepared to do the job on the first day. What you really learn is what happens when you start working. And I had a wonderful opportunity to, to be a graduate student at Appalachian State, as well as UNC Charlotte. I made uh, wonderful friends and colleagues that are still close uh, folks uh, for me right now from a personal and a professional networking uh, perspective, just the ability to work with those individuals and then get to know individuals in the work locations that I had, but I also still consider close friends and colleagues personally and professionally. I've been blessed. I've had an opportunity to work with great people, and I feel like I've taken away from the situations that I've been in, whatever the roles are, things that I've learned from each one of those, and, and I hope that my my professional roles now and, and the work that I do as a superintendent is reflective of many of the positive qualities for all those great individuals that I've had a chance to work with. And that certainly includes, you know, other superintendents and principals and uh, executives, but it also includes teachers and cafeteria workers and custodians and folks that may have jobs that you normally wouldn't think about as being folks that have a major influence. And I, I truly believe that everyone in education has a role to play and our influence is much greater than we'll ever realize. And it could be that uh, voice that has been a positive voice for a student throughout the day. It may be the first voice when a student gets on the school bus, or it could be something that the custodians, they, they tend to know the names of our students. And 
they have a way of having positive comments and positive relationships with many of our students. So, you know, I think we all have important roles to play. And I'm not sure that we'll ever really know the true influence and the value that we've had in students' lives, but I've, that's impressed us as professionals as well. And I think we take away those interactions and those positive experiences, and hopefully it makes us better people and better professionals. What are some of your fondest memories working at Caldwell Schools? Well, I've been here for a little bit more than three years. Uh, I'm going on year 12, 13 as a superintendent. And the experience in Caldwell has been tremendous. Uh, like I said, I did my graduate work at Appalachian State. So I'm about 45 minutes from campus. I have two daughters who are currently students at Appalachian and the setting is tremendous, but it's a community in, in Caldwell County where there's a great deal of interest and a desire for the school system to be successful. The ability to partner with individuals in the community uh, for example, the community college is a tremendous partner and works very closely with us on our career and college promise programs. We have an early college on their campus. We also have an applied sciences academy. Uh, we're working through our CTE, our career and technical education program on many courses with, with the community college. But our you know, workforce development, the chamber of commerce, business leaders, faith-based leaders, which just uh, the, the environment is, is conducive to be able to build partnerships and ultimately do what we feel like is best for the students that we serve, which also you know, lends itself well to, to the community being stronger as a, as a result of having the school system be strong. What are the three most important skills when it comes to working in the school or education system? That's a great question. I think it, to some degree, it may depend on the role that you have. If I'm a bus mechanic, I certainly need to have some mechanical skills, or if I'm doing HVAC work, that which I certainly am not qualified to do, and if you put me out there today, I wouldn't be able to get that done. So having the requisite skills for the job are essential, but I think it all begins with communication. And I think in, in every role that I've had, in any role that I could imagine being out there in, in the world of education, whether you're in a school or you're doing it in some other way, the ability to communicate. And from my perspective, that's not just written, written communication or to be able to articulate clearly. It's the ability to listen. And as Stephen Covey said, one of the seven habits is to seek first to understand and then be understood. The ability and the willingness to listen to whatever an individual wants to share with you. And I deal with many parents who are frustrated or angry, uh, who felt like they have not been listened to at whatever level. So when they come to me, I try to give them a, an audience and an opportunity to have a voice. And I have found that in many cases, even if I can't give a person what they came in initially asking for, if they feel like they've had a voice and they've had a, and they've been heard, they've had an audience, then that, that helps go a long way in terms of, of trying to find a, a resolution. So, so communication to me uh, would be number one. I think problem solving and being able to think outside of the traditional box uh, because the world is different today. We're encountering things that may not be in textbooks. We have situations where, you know, we're dealing with earthquakes and we're dealing with hurricanes and we're dealing with natural disasters and pandemics. And then, you know, it's, it's more than just math and, and reading in the schools. It's the social work piece, it's the psychology piece, it's feeding children and doing those types of things. So we have, you have to be able to do uh, problem solving, to be able to understand first, to hear, to understand what the need is, and then be able to problem solve uh, to find solutions that might not be 
they may be out of the box solutions. They may be things that are uh, outside the box in terms of beyond what you normally do. And, and in my opinion, that's that's really where innovation comes into play. You know, doing things that are different, creating systems or uh, programs or projects or activities that help us grow as an organization, help us be stronger and help us be able to expand to meet the needs uh, that exist. You know, then I, then I also think relationship building is, is critical in whatever role that you're in. It, it really goes back to being people, people. And, and my experience has been the folks that are the most successful in education. And I would think it probably is true in the business world or whatever career path a person may choose. It's almost like you're spiritually called to do certain things. And if you follow that calling and you have that uh, innate natural skill set, it makes it a bit easier to actually carry out and do the job that has to be done. Now, that doesn't mean that it's always easy, but it means that you have that foundation and the requisite skills to be successful. And it's easy to, to layer on top of that the stackable pieces of doing the work that need to be done. So, you know, I would certainly encourage anyone who wants to be in education uh, to be an individual who, first of all, loves to be around people. And not just children, certainly children are the main focus, but we're around a lot of adults and you have to be a people person. You have to be able to, to work with others. You have to be able to work in a fast paced uh, environment. Uh, if you're the type of an individual who likes to go into work every day and have 10 things on your list. And at the end of the day, you only feel satisfied and accomplished if you can scratch off those 10 things. Uh, Education is not like that. We don't know from day to day what's going to be put in our lap that we have to handle. And you may go back at the end of the day, and you may have two or three of those things scratched off your list and the others may have to wait until after everybody's gone, <clears throat> excuse me, or as you do some work after school hours, or it may be something that you pick up the next day. But at the end of the, the day, uh, you're, you hopefully have accomplished uh, some of what's on your list and you've made a difference in the lives of the individuals that you've had a chance to interact with. You know, those are the things that I think make roles in education fulfilling because there's a natural perspective that we have of working with students and having them career-minded and career-focused and prepared for whatever lies ahead. But there's certainly other aspects in their lives that we want to make better. And I think if we do that and we inspire in our children by modeling in ourselves that we want to be great communicators, that we have a heart to help, that we're servant leaders, and that we're dedicated to continual learning, then hopefully we pass that on to the individuals that we have the privilege to work with. What advice would you give the viewers that want to work in the school or education system? Well, I'd encourage you to look at the jobs that are available. Many folks think about education or schools and they think about classroom teachers. And those certainly are the backbone of what we do and we couldn't be in the education business without our teachers. But there are a lot of other roles and it may not be a calling that a person has to be a teacher. Uh, we certainly hope that individuals will look at that. It's a very rewarding career, uh, but my path is a little bit different as well. I came in as a, a student services type of an individual in the area of school psychology and, and did a lot of work that I could have been doing consulting and working as a private practitioner, but I had the ability, I feel like, to impact more lives by doing it in the school system. So I would encourage folks to explore the careers that exist in education. And, and be open-minded. You know, my, from my, again, my personal experience is what I want to rely on. There have been many doors that have been opened as I've gone down a path and started doing whatever the, the task or the role was that was in front of me. 
I find out that down the road a, a few steps further, there are some other doors that are open. And I've always tried to have a, a career mind where there were more doors open and I didn't have just one that I could choose that, that would give me options and allow me to do what I felt like best suited, what my goals and desires were. So as you investigate and you had the opportunity to get out, I would say volunteer in schools, uh, spend time in classrooms, understand the different roles that exist. You know, we have folks that are doing uh, work like maintenance and bus mechanics, and we have individuals that are serving as mentors, and we have folks that are uh, support uh, personnel for our instructional and our teaching staff. Uh, we, we're working on an aspiring leaders program in our county, and I'm not calling it aspiring principals because I think there may be many folks who are employees who are part of our team who aspire to be leaders in the roles that they're in. And I want them to be able to come in and understand things like budgets and how money works and understand the role of communication and understand decision making. And then there's a political aspect to any organization that you're a part of. And as we talk and, and explain those things to individuals, you start to get a sense of who some of those folks are that seem to be personally and professionally motivated to do more. And it could be a person working in the cafeteria that wants to be a cafeteria manager, or it may be a teacher who's on a faculty who wants to be a member of a student services team, and they may want to take a leadership role inside their building among their faculty, but not necessarily to be a building level administrator. And, and we want to take those folks and meet them where they are and help them develop themselves, again, personally and professionally to be able to reach their goals and be the very best they can be. Thank you very much, sir. It was an honor meeting and interviewing you. It's my pleasure. I appreciate your time very much. Thank you, sir. Have a good day. Thank you. Thank you for watching Tutor Time with Mallory. You can find her on the following social media platforms and contact her for interviews.